0: Uh, welcome, welcome. It's I, Chaos Ring here for another um special broadcast. I like to call it. Um, as y'all know, for the title. <laughs> Um, this should be interesting. Um, I think I will do. I'll leave. I'll leave them um, surfing in the chat room for those who want to incline. Let me do this. Okay. So as you know, today's stream, um, we'll be focusing on what is title? Does the Black Panther Party cause its own demise? Now, this is not supposed to be a triggering subject, but let's be honest. They have put out some form of movie called The Judas and the Black Messiah. supposedly the reflection of Fred Hampton Sr.'s life, which I have got a chance to watch. Did not watch all of it. So, my perspective on this, you know, I can only give my opinions on it. Okay. Um. But before we go into this subject, for those that is new to Chaos Rain Channel or will be, thank you. You know the deal if you want to know. Where to find me? You'll find me on YouTube, Chaos Rain, which is spelled as its title, and you'll see the symbol of the C symbol with the serpent with blood. Also, you can now find me on Facebook, Eric Rain, and you can also follow me on Twitter, which I'm not really much active. But like I said, once the following grows, I will be more active on Twitter on asking for subjects and matters and etc. To find me on Twitter is at Chaos Rain the 7. Um, what else is I want to talk about? Also, I'm also on podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Play, etc. You'll find most of my broadcasts, or pretty much a good portion of the broadcasts on audio recording as well. What also I'm trying to do is trying to, and I'm still waiting for the clubhouse part, because I will be on clubhouse as well. I'm going to see how that works out before it becomes mainstream public. And then eventually it becomes wired down like everything else. But like I said, um, I'm everywhere now, people. If you're not familiar. Uh, One other thing I forgot to write down. Now, what you see here on this monitor or on this avatar, let me What you would, what y'all witnessing? This is Khalid Adu uh, Muhammad. And as y'all know, this was one black or uh, once former um, Black Panther that was part of the Black Panther Party for last, mm, back in the mid nineties for maybe six, seven years, I believe, I could be wrong. But eventually he met his demise and and is no longer part of this earth now going on 20 years. And I'm gonna tie everything in for people to understand this. Why I posted the picture of Khalid Muhammad on the right side and post the picture of movie on the left-hand side. And I want people to follow the correlation here from what I'm getting at. And one of the things I want people to understand is that Khalid Muhammad, um, he was very much one of the last few small portions of revolutionaries of the 20th century. And I say his person because the works he was doing or was gonna do was very much and was very effective. And to be fair and honest with y'all, what I've come to conclusion during his untimely death um, is very suspect. Um, Some people say that he had health problems from a long time, which is, Possibly true, but nonetheless, when people of any direction or movement that's trying to organize a set of people, you have to question everything, people, because you know this plays into the movie that was in theaters Friday. Now, if I do a quick Wikipedia search of the background, because a lot of people, especially Black people, if they wanna get more familiar or information about Fred Hampton Senior. Um, You could watch the movie for yourself on your know, discretion. But be warned, anything you see from any media outlet, whether um true or not, you always gotta have an open mind. And when I mean my open mind, you have to be very cautious. And as I am, make sure to me, type in Kali Muhammad. Kali Abdul Muhammad,
1: Kali Abdul. I'm I'm gonna try to find Abdul Muhammad.
0: Let me see if I can find his Wikipedia search. Okay, I'm just gonna do the Wikipedia search for this now just to bring out, okay, so bear with me guys, cause you know, this is something that was planned today, but as you know, when I was looking at certain timetables and looking at certain events and looking at movies that's being put out now, I always gotta really keep in mind of, you know, the real intentions of things coming out. So we're going to do a quick Wikipedia search on this first, and then we'll tie this in with the movie. And the link is in the bottom if people want to, you know, come around. Um, let's share this. I'm trying to find it now. Here we go. Oh, wrong one. Sorry about that. <laughs> Let me pull that one again. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to find the this, the big, the quick background of the brother. Um ah, here it is. As you know right here, Kali Du Muhammad named or what he calls slave name, Harold Monroe Jr., born 1912, 1948. His birthday was last month. He turned, he would have been 53 today. I'm sorry. 73 this year, if he was still alive. He died, what date? February the 17th, 2001. This is now roughly now 20 years. As you know, he is a black activist. One of his known records that made him very much well known in the circuit of America that brought even to the point where the government had to sit there and had to sanction his voice because of certain anti-Semitic rhetoric was in King College, the speech back in 1993, roughly now 28 years ago, where he could then remove, and which at that time was condemned and removed from his position in the nation of Islam by Louis Farrakhan. He was also censored by both House of the United States Congress. And I think he's the only dude right now a black man and I think ever in the history of America was since by the United States Congress. And at the time he joined the New Black Panther Party around the mid nineties and through his timely death in 2001. And as you know, anti-miscegenation and all the stuff. And mind you, Khalid Muhammad was, I uh, was, um, was a well-educated black man, very highly intelligent because he was, um, from Houston, Texas. As you can tell here. And as we go down here, let's look at him, his early lives. He was raised with his auntie, Clara Moore. Mar- Van in Houston, Texas, where he attended Bruce Elementary School, E.O., Smith Junior High School, and all black Phyllis Wesley High School. After graduating high school, Monroe went to Dillard University in Louisiana, where he was known as Harold Van to pursue a degree in theology studies. But he did not graduate. At this time, his ministry of Salon Monroe. Methodist Church in 1967, which would made him 19 years old at the time. He was initiated into Omega Psi Phi fraternity, Theta Sigma chapter. Later, Monroe transferred to Pepperdine University and earned a bachelor's degree. Yeah, so not sure what he, his degree is in. Probably isn't the same where he was seeking in studies was theologically. And then he joined Nation Islam in the 70s. Roughly now, fifty-one years ago, he was part of Nation Islam up to nineteen ninety-three. So, if we do the math, he's been part of the Nation Islam for roughly twenty-three years. Imagine that. And well, actually, that's the years. Actually, I'm sorry. But I think yeah, he did join around that time. In nineteen eighty-three, Mr. named him, Kali, after Islamic general Kali Amin Allah Walad, a follower of the Prophet Muhammad, called him Sword of Allah. So he didn't get the name title Kali Muhammad until 1983, 38 years now. So he'd been called, he'd been given the title Kali Muhammad roughly up even to his death back in 2001, 18 years ago up to 2001. So, I'm not going to go and ball down to all this because y'all can read for yourself, but I would say the new new Black Panther Party, it looked like that's the year he might he joined back in 1997 from what is written here. But I'll say one thing with Kai Muhammad, in my view, I think he was very innovative of his time and Let's keep it real. He was controversial to not only other black people, but other non-black people. And to find that he went on with his beliefs, his rhetoric, whatever. One thing is known, and it's clear, that he is a fighter. He does defend black people and black women. That no one could really say anything negative about Kali Muhammad. Now let's look into this thing with the movie of Judas and let's see if I can tie it in certain things. Matter of fact, before tying anything, let me check the day before he died. Cause there was days before his transition. Uh, I was going to scan through this. Hmm. It doesn't really show here. Yeah, it doesn't really show. So let me type in the black Judas. And I'm just doing a lot of things in the fly, guys. Judas is the all right. Hope I can find it. Um. Now, this movie right here, and let me share again. <laughs> and I, I will say this, because he died on the 17th of February. Most likely, he was ill for the past few days. So... Now, this movie. Now, what I could tell you before I read this, from what I've gotten out of the movie so far, yeah, this was the life of Fred Hampton in the Black Panther Party in Chicago Chapel. And it shows what he is, what his character is. The only thing I can get out of the movie, because I am not completely watched it, but I could say this. It's showing a depiction of the traitors amongst the Black Panther organization to a degree, but they don't really give you the real people that paid off to a site that led to Fred Hampton's demise. And like everything, anytime time they put things on film for the public to watch, it has to be a worn down version to still portray the Black on Black violence of Black people, which I say personally, black and black violence is a necessity in any form, not only western side, but outside the black diaspora. Chaos, why said because without no chaos, there cannot be no order. And as we know, most black people, when they engage in black and black violence, is always on a premise of not just tribalism, but self-hatred, where it leads to your own demise and servitude for white what they call domination. And this was written and clarified in detail by Amos Wilson book, Black and Black Violence. The nice little red book that came out 31 years ago. So when you think about black and black violence as a black person, man or woman, you always got to put in the back of your mind that who does it serve when you commit atrocities amongst your own. For every reason, and it's not usually just atrocities, usually atrocities where one party gets hurt or killed and someone loses not only the family, but loses loved ones. They lose business. They lose some parts of the infrastructure that you do not control. A lot of dynamics come to play. What happens when black and black bodies is, is due to black people not done properly? This movie right here, as you can see right here, if y'all watched it, and I would say this personally, for those that will go see it, keep that in mind. When you watch it, keep in mind that there's always games and an agenda put out when they put out movies amongst black people doing things that changes the climate of the Western world. It's not always revolutionary that starts off physicality. There's always institutions. There's always thoughts. There's even go as far as certain catchphrases that change the mind and thinkers of people to start change their way, how they operate, how they move in their environments. That will create what we call a revolutionary change throughout the environment, majority of people in the West nest in. So what's this movie about? And this is a short Wikipedia synopsis. And my job, like I said again, if you're gonna watch this movie, keep this clear mind and understanding that there's always an intent and agenda to everything you watch. This came out on the, let us see, the 12th of of February. American Bibliograph Demographics, or drama, film about the betrayal of Fred Hampton, which is played by this man right here. And you know, this man is an African foreign nationalist from Europe. And one other thing I want to say to people that are not aware of, isn't it ironic that when there's portrayal of black people that's descendants of slaves in America, they don't put or hire black people that are from this country that have parents that go back. A couple generations that were slaves in America play roles of other Americans that were true. Okay. They will ask chaos. Why this is so important? I'll tell you why. You know why they do this? And not only that, most of these actors that's not born in America playing your roles, but they're ch- they're cheaper to get somebody that could look like you play the same roles for less money. And not only that, not only that, but also hear this. They also will play the roles that will disrespect you and your culture here in America. Because let's be honest, what connection, what connection does a foreign black person, man or woman that's not born in America, could play a role? of a person that has a history and is clear on his history of America. Even if he's taught his own history, nonetheless, it'd be more respectful to have somebody that is a born American that is a generation, a generation of this soil play the roles of their own great leaders that made great change in the American social order and system. That's the one question every black person that is the Senate or ADOS, wherever you want to call yourself, should be thinking and saying, okay. So, an Illinois chapter of Black Panther Party in late 1960, Chicago, at the hands of William O'Neill, Lakeith Steffield, William O'Neill. We're gonna to get to him to a second. An FBI informant. Jesse Pomont's the Meek Flash Flashback. Or what they call it called Fishback. Where she plays, I think, um, I think that's um Fred Hampton's wife. Austin Sanders, Daryl Britt, uh, these are all actors, so I'm not going to names. The film directed by produced by Shaka King, I'm not sure who that is who wrote a screenplay with Will Burtson based on a story by the pair and Kenny and Keith Locus. A Fred Hampton biopic has been in the works for several years and both the Locus brothers and Will Burtson writes and shops screenplay individually since 2014. Burntson version almost got made with F. Gray Gray directing. But when he fell through King was hired on him of the project. The cast joined in 2019 with the blessings of Hampton's family with filming taking place this fall in Ohio. Judas, which it premiered on the Sun Festival, da-da-da, and was released in Warner Bros. Pictures. We all know that. February 12th. Okay. And we go down. The plot. The late 1960s, 17-year-old petty criminal William Bill O'Neill is arrested in Chicago after attempting to hijack a car while posing as a federal officer. He is approached by FBI Special Agent Roy Mitchell, who offered to have O'Neill charge dropped if he works undercover for the Bureau. O'Neill is assigned to infiltrate the Illinois chapter of Black Panther Party, BPP, and his leaders, Fred Hampton. O'Neill began to grow close to Hampton who worked to form alliance with rival gangs and militia groups while extending community outreach through the BBP. Free Breakfast for Children program. Hampton Persuade Oratorial Skills eventually helped to form the Multiracial Rainbow Coalition. Rainbow Coalition. Does that sound like LGBTQ people? Multiculturalism? Now, mind you, I said this once and say this again. Be careful what you're watching. And this is kind of good that they put this out for people to read before you watch it because it gives you a glimpse of what it was about. Now, I don't remember if Fred Hampton himself said that he was really inclined about everybody at that time. I could be wrong. But like I said, you always got to conclude when there's anything they put out in film, there's always an endgame, an agenda. Yeah, they'll put some true story here and there, but they're also going to slide in some of that other alternate stuff to the, to distract you of the real intentions of what was his purpose, what it was life of the man, and etc. So let's go on. Hampton also falls in love with what it call um, Miss Johnson. Deborah Johnson, a fall BP member, O'Neill begins to relay intel to Mitchell, who in returns compensate him with money. When a future pe- party member, George Sams, hides out at the local BP office, O'Neill learns from Mitchell that Sam is an informant who persuade a BPP officer allowing the bureau to obtain search warrants. After Hampton is arrested and in prison, O'Neill began to rise through the ranks and is promoted to security captain. When a shootout between the Chicago Police Department and the BP occurred in the chapter office, O'Neill speaks out as the office and bombing by the police afterwards. O'Neill attempts to quit being an informant but is rejected by Michelle. After Hampton is released from prison, while appealing his charge, he reunites with what they call Debra, Deborah, now pregnant with his child, a BP member, Jimmy Palmer, Palmer, who was hospitalized after being shot by a police, is killed while being transferred to another hospital. Erratic upon learning by Jimmy's death, fellow members. Jake Winters engaged in a shootout with police, killing several officers before being gunned down himself. After Hampton Appeal was rejected, FBI Director Jake Ahura, which is not a homosexual man. And y'all, and y'all know this, Ray. Y'all, y'all don't have to know this. Y'all, y'all watch movies. Y'all know this, man. There's stories about Jake Ahura so we don't need to go into that. Order Hampton to be neutralized before he returns to prison. Mitchell Um, commerce comes to O'Neill into helping him the plan by warning him that the BP will retaliate against him. If they find out he is an informant and O'Neill reluctantly agreed to help O'Neill is later handed a vital of sedative in order to drug Hampton's drink with it. The next evening, BP members gather a Hampton apartment before he departed for prison. An allied gang leader offered Hampton money for him to flee the country with, but he turned it down and instead ordered a trust to be established with the money under Jake's name. As the evening progressed, O'Neill reluctantly, um, what do they call he drugs Hampton's drink and depart soon after the hours later? Officers and agents raid the apartment and shoot Hampton dead later. O'Neill meets with Mitchell, who gives him money and a pair of keys to a gas station he now owns. O'Neill attempts to quit again, but reluctantly accepts the money and keys and places them into his pocket. The film ends with the active footage of Hampton's Beach, his funeral possessions, and interviews O'Neill gave in 1989. The title card states that O'Neill continues to work as an informant with the BPP before committing suicide. A lawsuit was filed against the FBI in 1970 and 12 years later was settled for 1.85 million today. Fred Hampton Jr. and his mother chairman and board member of the Black Panther Party Club. And that's just the background of that. Yeah. Yes. So, like I said, that is just the um I'm looking at it right now. That's just the the Wikipedia um background of that movie. Well, like I said before and I will say this again, that, you know, I think they should really call it The Life of William O'Neill to be honest with you, to show why was he a snitch and a former. And you got to be honest, people. They're always informers and snitch in any organization. Mostly black organizations, you find it more than anything else. But that's another story. But nonetheless, they're always around. Now, I watched a particular video <laughs> of this, of when they talk about, and this is going to be off topic with the Meek Mills, the Takashi 6 9 also about snitching. Now, listen, listen. I'm gonna say this to my perspective, black people. <laughs> Why is it that you talking about we have snitches and you're not doing nothing about the snitch? Isn't a snitch supposed to get stitches? Last time I think that's how it was supposed to play out. Snitches get stitches. But it goes back again that majority of black people or Western man and woman, but we say black people to keep it simple, are really cowards when it comes to doing what they should be doing. Um, One thing if people have not learned, when you watch these movies, especially that other groups of men or other racial groups handle traitors and snitches, you know And we all know, because we watch and we see it constantly, there is consequence for someone that could be a tangible threat to a business or any organization. People are made an examples at the end of the day, unfortunately. To be as a person now in the 21st century or last century, someone's saying that, you know, there's somebody a snitch. Okay, that's nice. So what are you going to do with the snitch, do about the snitch? Now how people other groups or tribal groups they don't sit there talk about snitches they deal with it and give them stitches but because how we have a thinking as the western black man black woman today black people in general we do not handle our business like we should be doing and we're just having some real conversation real dialogue real talk about this now, the people should keep saying that there's a snitch amongst people, and then, I mean, you could you're free to say whatever you want to say. But the problem is, where is the anger? Where it should go after inform people that we have a snitch amongst the group, and tell other people we have a snitch amongst the group. I wait. If we look at the Black Panther party for the movie, I. Would, I would say I would I believe if they knew that William Neal was a a snitch and they moved accordingly, Fred Hampton might have been around for a couple more years. I'm just saying he would be around a couple more. And we can go as far as Kali Muhammad. If there was someone that potentially would have you know did something, and they got wind of information about this, let's say they got the information. Somebody in that camp would have done something eventually. If they're intelligent and smart. But like I said, when it comes to us as people, when we deal with actual black and black violence, it's not done correctly. Um, I feel why it's not done correctly because to go out your way and take out and eliminate one of your own through spite, greed, envy, jealous. It takes a lot out of a person to do that. But to do it in regards, you know, for the betterment of the collective or for the whole, it doesn't take much. A lot lot of people, they start to backstep. They get passive. And I understand why. Because let's be honest. To really do what you have to do and be like other groups of men, you have to be an inner demon, a, a real monster. And I feel the only ton of monsters unleashed amongst your own as a people, it takes a lot of programming, psychological damage. It takes constant re-emphasize that you are bad, you are the evil, you are the devil to go out your way to inflict harm and death to amongst your group. It takes a lot. But if you're not in that mindset, you will not do that. And I feel with a lot of organization now that Black people control or function or move, they're not in that direction. And they're not going to be in that direction. So it sounds good when you talk about there's infiltrators and snitch amongst your group. Hell, even they go as far as make movies of it. But there is no real consequence for people that do these things. And to be honest with you, if you are a intelligent man or woman that watch this and you think this is something that's serious, you got to look at it as a form of satire like everything else, when it comes to us. This is the honest truth. And we all know satire is not taken seriously, especially certain groups of people. This just, is just not, you know. Um, I'm not sure who else would watch the movie. Um, I just took a glimpse of it. Um, I'm not saying people should really go and watch it. But like I said, anytime you watch any movie that depicts history, of people black people in America take it for a grain of salt. Um that's just the honest truth. You're not gonna get around that. Um hold on. I'm just looking at the comment section. Okay. Almost there. Um but but really I'm just be honest with y'all. It's it's not really that serious nowadays. I, I take a lot of these movies seriously when they do biographies or whatever. Because I look at, there's always an agenda when they put these movies out on us. And they never shown the real success when black people move the way they move, you know? I just don't see it. I, I just don't see it. Um, I, I'm I'm a person that, I'm a realist at the end of the day. And it takes a lot of me to go out my way to watch some movies that depict the history of movements in this country that in relationship with black people, uh, because I know it's all a form of propaganda and programming. You know? They'll tell you have truths and some troops, and bottom line, it's, it's not really taken seriously like how we see it. Um. One other thing before this concludes, I have came across a particular book that was released last year, and let me see if I can find it. Where is that book? Let me let me um let me open the window and find it. Cause I, have to, I have to really find this book. Oh, you know, you know where I put it. I
1: think I know where I put it. Hmm. It's not in that section.
0: Let me check the other section. And I'm trying to remember who wrote this. If I could find it.
1: Let me see if I can find it.
0: Okay. I'm trying to find the book, people, because All right,
1: perfect. I'm trying to find it, guys, so. Ah, here it is. I'm
0: going to, let me go back here. I found the book. Let me share this for y'all. This book came out, I think it's November or December of 2020. And it's funny to me that now information about Khalid Muhammad is now released roughly almost 20 years and I tell you nothing's by coincidence people everything's done by design this right here the book of Kali the untold story of Kali Abdul Muhammad militant prophet to today's radical generation this book was released the 7th of November 2020. remember Kali died 20 years ago of 2001. they now or the person who wrote this this written by by Malik Zulu Shabazz, ain't that something? And offered by Farrah Gray, his son. And we find that the first edition was January 2021 published. So it to me it was released end of this year first week of January, roughly 20 years. Now, I'm not sure what the book composed of from what y'all seen here, but like I said, Everything is by design. Nothing is by coincidence. This man waited 20 years to write a book about um, Khalid Muhammad with the help assisted assistance of his son. But his son is probably doing good things. Now. I think his son's a millionaire now. Could be wrong. But, and his son do not even go by the last name because his father changed his name. He go by Farrar Gray. So. And his son was very sad about his father, let you all know. So I don't really have nothing against the sun. I know what it is because you know they keep eye of some people that did revolutionary things, meaning the swords of Allah, etc. Y'all know the deal. Yeah. So maybe might want to buy the book. I mean, get the book yourself for reading purpose, or get the audio book. Nonetheless, you know. They have a book now for this man. And I don't know how I'm trying they sell this book, $22. So look like um Malik, Sue, Sebastian trying to make a quick buck. hmm That's how most people that play a part of the demise. Because to wrap this up, there's always a William O'Neill amongst every group in any organization. You know, the black Messiah was one testament and he's only one of many that have shown history of betrayals when they go and seek to really eliminate certain promising black potential leaders. So, if you have not learned from this, know this, that, you know, that with any movie they put out, especially stuff like this, you keep a clear point of view. Keep your mind open, do not take things from conclusion. Always look at the inner workings and always think ahead, the end game. What's the purpose or the outcomes they have in producing this movie? Because if you know that, then you have a better shot understand the real intentions of why the movie was producing and came out. I think the ending of that movie could have been bloody. Might have been. I can't say because I haven't watched the ending part of it. And normally, you know how things go when they show the death of another black man. It least a certain embedded stigma or nightmare to every psyche of every young black boy or potential young black man that's coming that will watch movies like this. And I say this personally for any of y'all that's under the age of 25, if you do watch this, keep in mind that this is the life and journey every man is going to go through in life, especially if he knows what's right and just. So don't be afraid of it. So that's all I'm going to say. As I'm looking at everybody and everybody's watching. So, you know, if you're not subscribed to the Chaos Ring channel, I'm not sure what you're waiting for. Always hit that red bell, if you haven't read the red bell, and hit that top bell. Not the middle, just the top, like ding, for all uploads and, you know, live streams that will be on Chaos Ring channel. Also, if you feel or you disagree to the stream, please leave a comment. Educate me. I'll read it. Do not put no spam comments of sexual links to show some nude women or whatever. I, I'm, I'm going to give a disclaimer right now. I'm going to see this lately on the comments section of not only the YouTube channel, but maybe anywhere else where I post up. And I'm giving you a fair dis- disclaimer. If I see it, it's going to be removed. Last year, I dealt with it. And I'm not sure if it was a bot or whatever the hell you call this thing, but now we're in the new year, so called new year now. Um, Moving forward with a lot of things. And I feel it's really insulting for anybody that's put out any content to see that as their comment section, the first thing that pinned up in the comment section. I'm just being dead honest with y'all. Um, so, like I said, um, it's going to be removed. A to my seat now. Move forward. I want people to give their expressions and feelings. This should be an interaction, conversation type of channel. You know, we're here to learn and grow. So do not be stagnant. Do not be a buffoon. Do not be one of them. Um, you know, what's the word to call them? Um, incels or whatever you want to call it that. Don't get none. And you want to post, or if you're a woman, post that just to sell your products. I appreciate it, sweetie, but listen, we do. real men don't pay for sex. We don't pay to watch sex and that stuff. We said if we want it, we go get it, or watch it for free. We don't pay for stuff. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why I see it, but like I said, if you gotta market yourself, go find another store. This is not the place. So that's the end of that. Oh, and also follow me on Twitter at cast 7 and if you're not friends on Facebook. You'll find me titled Eric Green. Um, I might put the link's description. I'll see. I'll think about it. But like I said, the is out there. Look it up. Thank you again for listening. Until next time.